0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I walk Grove Park several times a week from Grand to Kings Highway and back. I've seen a number of you doing the same thing. I've only been doing that in the last four or five years, even though I've lived here for nearly 16 years. I see a lot of people walking or running or biking. I've walked there a couple of times when it was dark, in the morning or at night. No matter what time I go out to walk, I see people walking and running too. Some people are walking or running with one dog or two dogs or three dogs. When it is dark, I see people with flashlights on their foreheads or neon lights on their dogs. Some of the dogs are friendly, others, Not so much. Lots of people have their earphones on while walking or running. Sometimes they are talking loudly, as often happens when you have earphones in your ears. Some just have their phones on speaker while talking. So you can also hear the other person on the other end. Maybe I'm walking behind them and getting closer and closer so I can hear snippets of their conversations. Some are happy conversations. Other conversations are happening because the parties are angry with each other. Occasionally, they are talking about another person or some experience they've had. They may be saying nice things about a third party or nasty things. They don't seem to care that somebody might overhear. I don't hear a whole lot because I'm walking past them. Sometimes it's the opposite. They are walking behind me and getting closer and closer until they pass me and get far ahead and I can't hear them anymore. The conversations I hear and understand are in English. But sometimes what I hear only seem to be sounds of words because I don't understand a single word. I know they are languages because the people are clearly having conversations. Every now and then, I can figure out that the language is Spanish because I hear a word or two or phrase I know to be Spanish. Sometimes I think it's Arabic because of the way the people are dressed, though they could simply be Muslims from different countries. Sometimes I think what I hear is some African language, though I cannot tell that either. I hear gentle conversations and loud, passionate ones. Sounds of words, meaningful if you understand them. Otherwise, just sounds to you. I say hi to some who say hi back to me. I say the same to others who then look the other way. Others say hi to me first, and I acknowledge it. There are some who are just simply lost in their thoughts as they go along. It's nice to see all those different people at the park. There are those with their families at the playgrounds. There are those who are having a graduation party. There are those who are having their weddings there, and those who are having their pictures taken. All different people within less than a three and a half mile trail. Some of them are Christians, I'm sure. One jogger once said Merry Christmas to me as he jogged in the opposite direction from me. I saw him again a few days later and he said the same thing to me as he passed me. As he went along, I heard him say the same thing to another person behind me. It's been a while now, so I wouldn't recognize him if I saw him. But if I hear him again with the same wish, I would know it's him. Until then, or even if I never see him again, I believe that was someone who knew about Jesus and believed in him. He said a sound that would not be silenced. All these people with different backgrounds that I see at Tower Grove Park, people who come there during the three days of the Festival of Nations. I read somewhere that over 150,000 visitors from, from all over the world come to that festival. I can't even begin to count the number of languages that are spoken during those days. As you walk around sampling food, you can hear many different languages. Now, I have no idea how many people were in Jerusalem on the particular day of Pentecost that we have in our reading today. But you can imagine that it was a very large crowd because of the significance of the day. The day of Pentecost was one of the three festivals of feasts that required all Jewish men to come to Jerusalem. It occurs 50 days after the Passover, around May or June, and celebrates the gathering of the first fruits of the harvest. If you were faithful to God's commands, you showed up, even if that meant days of travel. It happened year in, year out. It had been commanded by God before the Israelites arrived in the promised land of Canaan. It was for them to acknowledge God's blessings and give thanks to him. They were happy to do what God had commanded. It was important enough that Jewish people made it a point to travel to Jerusalem for the celebrations. Nothing extraordinary happened, just a huge celebration. But obviously, the people of the city and those who had come from far and near experienced a lot of joy that they had been in the presence of God that day. At least, they had done what he had commanded. And by the way, there was a lot of joyful noise. After all, they had been told to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. But on this day, on this particular day of Pentecost, there was a different kind of noise. It was a sound so loud. And it wasn't coming from the people and their celebration. Luke describes it as happening suddenly. And it sounded like a violent wind that came from heaven and filled the whole house where the disciples were. This sound was so loud that all the people who were in Jerusalem heard it, and it was not like a distant sound. Our reading is so familiar that we may miss something that Luke is saying. We are probably used to thinking that an extraordinarily strong wind blew that day, but Luke is talking about a sound, not wind. I used to think that it was wind, but the wind that was blowing violently would have blown roofs and people away. They also appeared what looked like tongues of fire that came and rested on each of the disciples. Right there and then, the Holy Spirit filled them up, and they began to speak in languages that they had not learned. Luke calls them other tongues. He clearly means languages. Tongues and sounds. They were going to speak sound words that would not be silenced, no matter what. It was like they were speaking all these different languages loudly at Tower Grove Park without sound systems. The people were of different backgrounds and cultures, although they were all of Jewish descent, and they no longer spoke Hebrew or Aramaic, or if they did, they not very well. Luke also mentions residents of Judea. So this may refer to people who lived in Jerusalem for a long time, but still spoke a different language. The Holy Spirit immediately made these disciples competent to speak these languages fluently. They didn't need a Rosetta Stone or Bible. It was a sound of real words that were meant to draw attention, and not just any attention, but attention to Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, crucified, died, risen again, and now ascended into heaven. The disciples spoke about the great things of God. Now, Luke doesn't give us the content of these great things of God that they spoke about. But perhaps it shouldn't be hard to imagine that they spoke about their creation because it is such an amazingly great thing that God has done to call into being the things that are not. And they happen just like that. They were praising the greatness of God. We things King David writes in Psalm, in Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky proclaims his handiwork. Day by day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard. The voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has sent, set a tent for the sun which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber like a strong man runs its course with joy. I imagine they talked about the mighty deliverance from slavery in Egypt after the 10 plagues God performed through Moses. The parting of the Red Sea for the Israelites to walk through on dry ground, and the coming together of the waters again to drown the pursuing Egyptians. Gods raining down manna and quail from heaven to feed them in the wilderness when there was no food and they faced certain death. The events that happened at Mount Sinai before the giving of the Ten Commandments come to mind. On the morning of that day, there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp trembled. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled violently. As the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and the voice of God answered him. But God's presence was so terrifying that the people said to Moses, Speak to us yourself, and we will listen. But do not have God speak to us, or we will die." These are great things to recount when speaking about the great things of God. They are sound words that will not be silenced. But the greatest sound words of all that will not ever be silenced are the words about Jesus Christ. They will always remain. As he himself said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. The disciples who were speaking were recognized as Galileans. And that was not meant as a compliment. The Galileans were generally considered by cosmopolitan Jews in Jerusalem and Jews in wider Judea to be uneducated and culturally backward. The cosmopolitan Jews in Jerusalem were astounded that such men could speak other languages fluently. God the Holy Spirit was at work powerfully in them according to the promise of Jesus. Now speaking those sounds word, sound words that will not be silenced was not only about the great works of God, but most of all, about his greatest gift of all to the whole world. That gift is a free and absolute cancellation of debt that we all owe to God. It is a debt that needs to be canceled by him because nobody else can pay. Regardless of your station in life, you cannot pay. No matter how law-abiding you are, you cannot pay. Your kindness to people and love for them cannot fulfill that obligation. That announcement of the cancellation of the debt we owe needs to be heard and known. Having heard and known, it then needs to be believed. It needs to be heard by those who speak English and those who do not. It is for people of all languages, people from all over the world, people who enjoy going to the park and people who do not. The payment of the debt that the whole world stands accused of and is guilty of must sign forth clearly to all. It all needs to be heard by me. It needs to be heard by you. What God put on the lips of the prophet Joel and quoted by the apostle Peter through the work of the Holy Spirit are the sound words that will not be silenced. Joel said in the last days, great and wonderful things will take place, including the speaking of sound words. We can always marvel at the spontaneous speaking of all those languages the disciples spoke on that day of Pentecost 2,000 years ago. But our greatest takeaway should be on that abiding promise, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Those are words to live by, the sound words that will not be silenced. Those words are for you today and always and forever. Amen.